You, you are, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide feud box radio broadcast, bringing you a slice what we call 21st century black radio to the masses. That equates to a mixture of old and new school music from the international black diaspora, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news, commentary, and interviews. On the mix and commentary end, you got myself, DJ Fusion. On the side, doing the same, you got my bro, the Black Hawk, a.k.a. What's up, bruh? A.K.A. Shabaka Stone. What's the deal? Fuse box is on. One love and one love and big up to all. What's the deal, Fusion? Doing all right. Doing all right. Glad as always to be back to bring in another week of what we do and all that type of stuff. Much love and prop to all of our listeners and our broadcast partner that spread the Fuse Box Radio vibe to the masses. And yeah, um. Yeah, just ready to go, ready to go. We got a lot going on um, on the news commentary end this week. So I'm going to just go through our basic um, breakdown for those listeners who are new. Um, the way we structure the show is the first part, we do um, our bit of going back and forth on um, this various stuff that we see in the news during the past week um, with some commentary. Then we go into our mixes and what have you. And before all of that, um, we can do a little bit of our promo spiel. So let's go ahead and do that right now. You can always check out what's going on with the Fusebox Radio broadcast family via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O, or what dot com. On that site, we have everything from how to submit music to the radio show, brief history of the show, um, archives of the past year or so so you can like click on to listen to mixtapes a whole bunch of other good stuff and for those who are interested in submitting music i'll just do a quick rundown on that um you can always send music um through the website via our soundcloud link or you can send music via mp3 diffusebox.radio at gmail.com clean radio friendly um music only and if you want to send something via postal mail um at this juncture that's pretty much a cd and vinyl um i am not anti-cassette however weird thing happened during the pandemic after i said the stuff um, about music submission um i actually ended up getting two crust cassettes in the fusebox radio mailbox which is one of the reasons why i'm like you know get one of these formats where you got you know something that can cover and protect your stuff because while there could have been some wonderful music on there and you know even the fusebox radio mobile still has this um, cassette player and what have you. I can't play that type of stuff and whatnot. So just one of those things there. Um, our postal mailing address is also um, available via the website. On that end, our official blog is blackradioisback.com, and you can go to most social networks: um, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, etc. Reddit slash Fusebox Radio. So twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, etc. etc. If you want to do the Facebook like page vibe, we do have one of those. You can go to facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show in one straight word and click the little thumbs up button and like our show. All that type of stuff helps. 
And lastly, with all of that, if you end up missing a part of our show through one of our broadcast affiliates, which you know you can check out all of our latest people at blackradiosback.com, click on the Fusebox Radio broadcast affiliates link. You can go and subscribe to the show um, via podcast to listen to pretty much anytime you want to on demand. So iTunes, Zoom, Flycast FM, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, etc., etc. Um, just such a few box radio broadcast and click on us. And if you like what we do, please let them know through their rating system as well because that helps out a whole lot. Props to our folks over at Planet L, planetl.com, and Ohelnall blog, ohelnallblog.com, for supporting us on the end with the written word part of the music staffs over there. I'm um, helping out doing um, music album reviews and things like that at the, both of those sites. And last but not least, we're getting into that period where, you know, it's in summer, beginning of fall, and while that is a part of the season of change on a regular basis, it's also part of the season of change and a lot of events with the Fusebox Radio family ending up in different spots and places for different reasons. On September 20, excuse me, on September 28th and 29th over at the Washington Convention Center um, both myself and the Black Hawk are going to be spinning a bit at the Washington D.C. Green Festival you can go to um, greenfestival.org slash WDC to see all the um, various speakers performers um, folks will be um, displaying things info wise etc um, at the Green Festival But each day we're going to be there from 12 to 1 Getting our spin on So if you can go through and check us out We really appreciate that Also um, that weekend we're getting more details About that as time goes by For our folks in the D.C. Metro um, We should be around P.G. County For a YU Radio Community event uh, More details for that As um, that comes along We go to YU Radio <clears throat> Excuse me Net and see all the great stuff going on from our local radio station affiliate around there. In October, I'm going to be in the Orlando, Florida metro area for my folks um, who are familiar and uh, live around that way. I'm going to be speaking at um, TEDx Orlando with a group of um, really awesome and diverse speakers. You can go to TEDxOrlando.com for more information about um, a little bit of blur about all of us as well as um, how you can go ahead and access tickets and stuff like that. Thanks to the staff for um, giving people the honor to, to speak at that. It's really going to be awesome. Really got to appreciate it. And yep, more, more, more down the pipeline. I should be in the New York City area around um, CMJ Music Festival time. I don't know if there's going to be any events we're going to be at as of yet. But um, yeah, well, that's all that as time goes by. And I think that's it on this promo spiel vibe. And what have you. You know, we always have, you know, our other projects we're still working on coming soon. Um, you know, the AfroRandall.co, so I'm still coming soon. Um, you know, we got a music project that's coming up soon. Just keeping busy as time goes by and all that good stuff. But, you know, in a good way. And, yeah, we were just blessed to be able to do that. And as always... Love to our listeners, love to our um, broadcast affiliates, and um, love to everybody who spreads the Fusebox Radio vibe in some way, shape, or form. Um, 
We really appreciate that um, people go ahead and take out time to rock and roll with us because, you know, three hours is a pretty significant period of time in a day. So, you know, we're glad to be what we hope a very cool part of your day and stuff. So, yep, yep, yep. Well, a lot, as I said, happened during the past week I want to get into and mention um, during this week's show um, for the commentarian. So let's go ahead and dive right into the commentary and stuff. Let me see here. Um, we'll go into a little bit of the more recent stuff, and then there's some stories that tie into each other. So I'll go from there. Um, first and foremost, for everybody who just went through the shooting around the Empire State Building, um, wow, that, that's a crazy scenario. As of now, it's from the current information that we have on our desk. Um, this shooting happened during the daytime due to a disgruntled employee. They ended up um, shooting one of their co-workers and the, the, the shooter in the crossfire with NYPD, extra people got hurt. And as of now, the gunman and at least one other person have been reported being killed. And, you know, there's a lot of other people in the uh, hospital and stuff. And, you know, again, for all of those people, you know, you might just be trying to go about your date and then somebody goes crazy. Um, I hope everybody's going to be okay. And, you know, on another end of all of this, doesn't it seem like almost every week to every other week now somebody's talking about a mass shooting in this country? But it's only making news on a certain scale because a lot of these, a lot of these shooters now are looking like disgruntled white men. Yet nobody used the term terrorist for these folks or whatever else. Or, you know, tragedies like what's um, going on in Chicago, which, wow, I don't know what's going on in Chicago this time. I mean, I've lived in big metro areas, New York metro area, D.C. metro area, and stuff like that. And we definitely have our share of, you know, crazy weekends of shooting and stuff. But it seems like almost every weekend there's a double-digit um, amount of overnight shootings in Chicago. This past week, there were 19 people killed in um, South and um, West Chicago. And um, one was a uh, multiple spraying where they said about 30 people were injured in over a 30-minute period from a Thursday evening to um, Friday morning. Now, um, from people who we have who are listeners and supporters from around that way, um, they're like, this is happening a lot more than almost seems like it used to. And that is... A very crazy and unfortunate scenario but we're not hearing about it on a certain national scale because most of those victims are people of color or people of color on color violence no doubt no doubt and you know end of day you know tragedy to tragedy to tragedy you know nobody should feel like they're gonna walk out their house no matter where they are whether it's the most quote-unquote nice touristy place in the world or your local hood but all this is happening now, some people can talk about gun control and all that type of stuff. I'm like, there's a lot of mental control that needs to go on, too, because there's obviously some sickness going on in people's minds. Where, you know, your last bit of resort is going ahead and shooting a lot of people. 
Uh, I'm sure the vast majority of those people who did absolutely nothing to go ahead and deserve such craziness happening. So, you know, I hope all these folks right now, again, turn out to be okay and pray to condolences to um, their families, friends, and um, things like that. Um, next up here, let me see. Let me see. Um, one story that I was kind of bugged out on the um, violence in. Um, this is over in Brazil. And for anybody who grew up in, especially in certain big metro areas around the 1980s, um, you know what the effects of crack did it to um, various families and people. And um, your neighborhoods. Me growing up not too far from Southeast DC, um, yeah, I, I, I saw a lot. And you know, even in places where it's not necessarily big metro area, crack did spread. And um, yeah, unfortunately, affected some folks, one new uh, family and other ends, and stuff like that. Um, crack recently, I guess, on a big scale, got into Brazil. They said around the, the late 90s and um, early 2000s via this article. Um, through the Huffington Post and their world section and crack had gotten so bad and um, the slums of Rio you have drug dealers there who banned it they banded together to ban crack talking about it destabilizes the community I thought that was kind of a deep situation I mean, we know how it did its effect in the United States and to a degree still is doing its effect in the United States um, generations later. But when you have a region that's supposed to be one of the most kind of bugged out, violent areas in the world, and, you know, you got criminal guys who are like, look, man, you know, we, we, we do our thing, we admit it, but we can't have this stuff because it's messing up people's dignity and what they do. I thought that was deep. That you know, you have guys who are like, yeah, I know I'm giving up profits and stuff like that, but the the, the way this stuff went down, um, we can't have it. So it's an interesting story to see how you know the lessons of the destabilization of that stuff being brought to the community. You had um, folks who stereotypically wouldn't be expected to try to do something about it have really been doing something about it. To the point where it's being said that the police themselves try to take credit for that and it's pretty obvious it wasn't the police that shut it down like that especially with the um the next summer olympics is in brazil i think and what have you and while they're doing the crackdown in the favelas um well the hoods around that way and stuff a whole lot that uh, people are doing their own thing so yeah very interesting very very interesting that. Let me see here. What else we got going on? What else we got going on? Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to go to a few other things before I get into this political stuff. And I'm going to rant on that because so much ridiculous has happened with our U.S. presidential race as of late. Um, speaking of people who you may look at as being crazy on crack later on, um, we all know that sneakers can get expensive. If you're like a sneakerhead, whether you're a collector or you just like to rock and roll and style out and certain stuff, um, you've seen the lines for you know the Galaxy Foams. Every time the Jordans come out, somebody has a line for that and things of that nature. Um, I usually don't necessarily get too preachy 
about stuff like that as long as people you know if they save their money and, and do them you know go ahead and buy a shield i know it's gonna get dirty and stuff anyway but hey we all got our little things we like to rock and roll with now with this particular shoe that's coming out that's probably one of the most expensive shoes ever to retail and drop in the market if you ain't got no kind of money you buying this shoe i'm going to look down on you come be there like what the hell is your problem you're being real ridiculous right now and this shoe is supposed to be the nike lebron x and this um joint is supposed to be going for 315 dollars in the store nike talking about that um yeah that we're um we gotta up the, the, the cost due to materials and stuff how much did your stuff go up i'm, I'm almost might have even said that because when you look at the wholesale of most shoes that, that shoe ain't cost no 100 plus dollars to make you know an, an, an ipad costs less to make than that most laptops cost less to make than that you know unless it is like cotton from mars i don't understand how that's going down and whatnot like for me i like cool clothes i like sneaks for people who've seen me at various events you know i've spent a little bit of money at adidas and other folks here and there to get some nice custom joints but 315 dollars was gonna probably end up being at least 330 to 340 once you got tax and stuff in the mix for a freaking pair of shoes that you know most people are gonna probably wear they ain't gonna try to flip them on ebay or something that's a little much no no and most heads aren't playing basketball with these joints because they're supposed to be have this all this extra stuff in regards to um electrical stuff or for measuring certain things like gait and motion and stuff like that a whole bunch of people will be sitting on their ass wearing these shoes so, i mean these are the shoes i had to be there like look man you better wear those at more than the club you better run and in the, them joints to make them stinky because that needs to last you a long time and whatnot but you know like i said the east they own but that that story kind of tripped me out especially nike like making sound that they're, they're going to be poor making the shoe i bet you that shoe probably cost only ten dollars to make at max they, you know they, they ain't making these shoes in america you know what i'm saying but i, I don't know i don't know they weave an illusion that most buy into so they'll get that money back I definitely believe they'll get their money. Um, I think, what the, yeah, like when the Galaxy phones dropped a few months back in, like around the malls around the DC metro area where I live, um, the Foot Lockers and, and PG Plaza, other places just had people out there mad early at the morning, some at night parked out for them. So people are buying. It's just one of those things where all I ask is look at your priorities. If you're going to be eating oodles and noodles for the next six months, and whatnot because you're getting these shoes you may just want to wait i'm just saying yeah, when people are buying into illusion they're not thinking that far ahead and that it's an illusion you know what i'm saying they think there's something that's dead and it ain't so you know that type of stuff doesn't even register until after the fact you know i want people to be able to look at me with something on my feet basically they don't do nothing else for you but for people to look at you. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can dig that. I'm just be scared that you look at me and try to rob me. Could that happen if people had this type of thing going on too? Or people doing dumb altercations? Because let's face it, you're wearing a sneaker, somebody's going to step on it. Whether it's a mistake or no, so y'all, y'all know how it is. If you're into that, be careful on multiple levels. That's all I'm saying. Um, let me see here. Next off, yeah, let's just hop around to a few more side stories before I get into the political stuff. Um, interesting stories on the HBCU historically by college, colleges and universities end. Um, one of which is both are sad for different reasons. First one that's sad is uh, Morris Brown um, may end up shutting down due to bankruptcy. Um, part of the colleges in Atlanta, you know, Morris Brown's tied in with Spellman, uh, Morehouse, all them folks. And um, they've been having a lot of financial issues for um, quite some time. Their enrollment has drastically gone down and everything else. And uh, they're supposed to be trying to, to restructure in some way, shape, or form to still stay alive. But I thought it was really sad that they're going through that. I didn't hear about Morris Brown being in such dire financial straits. Um, partially due to low enrollment, partially due to some unfortunate um, substandard administration that was there, including one um, person from my reading who was actually embezzling money from school. And while I did not attend an HBCU, um, personally, plenty of my family did, including my own mama. And even in 2012, since some people want to be like, we're in a post-racial world, which is some nonsense, but anyway... Um, in 2012, we need institutions like HBCUs for the black community. No, no. And whatnot. You know, these places have, you know, bred a lot of fine students, have put a lot of, excuse me, professors in the mix, all of that type of stuff. And it's part of American history as a whole. You might be like, well, I'm not black, but, you know, that that's an important part of American history right there that we still need to have, maintain, and continue. No, no. You know, hopefully, in the next week or two, we'll hear some good news about what's going on with Morris Brown. And um, yeah, we'll see what's up. Um, next up on the HBCU one, this is something I had no idea about, but I had been told by some of our listeners and folks via Facebook and Twitter that this has been going on for a while. Hampton University's business school deans for the past few years has had a ban on dreadlocks and cornrows. For students who enroll in the MBA program. This ban had began way back in 2001 and the business school dean, a um, man by the name of Sid Creedle, has pretty much put this ban on there because he's like, well, let me go ahead and put up this quote here. Um, We've been very successful. We've placed more than 99% of the students who's graduated from from the school, this program. Students choose to be in this program and aspire to be leaders in the business world. We model these students after the top African Americans of the business world. Credo said it's important for students to look the part when looking for a job. What we do is pay tribute to that image and say that those are your role models. This is the way you will look when you become president. If you're going to play baseball, you wear a baseball uniform. If you're going to play tennis, you wear a tennis uniform. Well, you're playing that business. Essentially, I think what he's aiming for is the, the idea that success is just working in corporate America. 
and while on a certain level I get that I've also worked nine to fives in corporate America and dreads don't block nobody in most places you know braids ain't gonna block you in most places um, that are around especially if you're getting to like those bigger levels and um, you're living in an urban area like you can't go ahead and think that well this black person is going to get discriminated purely because of a hairstyle they're going to probably get discriminated against because they're black well, to no, me, no matter what they do go ahead to me what it sounds like is something connected to like an old boy network but amongst blacks or it could be Sigma Pi Pi or the Boule hmm. organizations fraternal organizations connected with college and business that um, model themselves after white secret societies. So when he said made that comment, in other words, you got to be like the, the, the black cats who are, who, who are modeling themselves after the white cats. So this, this sounds like a little network thing, and you know, well, you, you got to fit in the network. You got to kind of be like this. You know what I'm saying? They don't look like this. They don't, you know, cause you got to kind of look more like the white boy. And the white boy doesn't necessarily have that. So you know, that's what it sounds like to me. You know, possibly Sigma Phi Phi or Boule or or other other underground black organizations that kind of want to model black um, uh, intellectual black students or black business people into um, more like uh, um, reaches white business people. But who knows? You know, that, that individual they made it that far. You know, you know, they, you know, maybe they can possibly go to another school and try to get that off or whatever they feel they need to do without necessarily having to cut their hair to fit their standards. No doubt. I mean, it just sounds like a messed up priority out of all the things you're going to be thinking about is some, some dreads or cornrows. We're not even talking about once you maybe get an internship or something, which would still be ridiculous, but I can have an understanding of it. We're talking about in class. Is it that distracting to have that? I mean, it's a generation gap situation that's gone wrong to me i mean you even have um mr credo talking about um this is a direct quote from this article i s- said when was it that cornrows and dreadlocks were a part of african-american history credo added i mean charles drew didn't wear them Mar- muhammad ali didn't wear it Mar- martin luther king didn't wear it well, i didn't know that all of a sudden that a hairstyle equated intellect and if you really want to get into certain parts of um, Black American history, there are plenty of folks who um, rock dreads, froze, whatever. It didn't matter. What mattered was in their brain and their heart. So, my opinion, it sounds mad superficial regardless of what you're doing. Because let's face it, if you're not conforming to a certain thing by the time you're at that level, and if you're not a certain type of brain at that level, people ain't going to care if you bald as a freaking eagle. Or whatever other hair that you have. But that's just me. Personally, I think they're trying to preempt something that doesn't really need preemption. But uh, I'm curious for any um, listeners who maybe attended this institution, if you think that actually helped out or not. It, things within um, your career. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Next up, let's get into a music business story or two. Then I think I'm going to go ahead and get into some United States political stuff and some overseas political stuff. Um, I um, don't know 
it's been a while since we mentioned this particular case. So this has been going on and on through the legal system. Um, a federal court in Massachusetts upheld a $675,000 damages award against um, Joe Tannenbaum, who at the time was a young person who was accused of illegally downloading 31 songs from the file sharing website um, Kazaa. It was sued by um, the RIAA and other labels. It's, it's, that's, that's extreme to me. I am not, as has been said before on this show, I am not pro bootlegging. I believe everybody who makes a creative work should find all the ways they can possibly go ahead to benefit from it monetarily. Both myself and the Black Hawk are creatives on um, that end, particularly with um, writing and music and all of that. But besides, you know, throwing a temporary scare in people, this to me sounds like something that off of such a small minuscule amount of songs is going to ruin somebody's life if they go ahead and um, fully enforce this particular fine especially because it was sharing that was through a non-commercial use it wasn't somebody going ahead and making a whole bunch of CDs or selling access to their um, VPN or um, personal file sharing network and what have you this case has been going on since um 2007 um when this um defendant was a student at boston university now i know about massive file sharing and stuff from the time frame i was a student around 2001 2000 when napster stuff came out you got a lot of people like look here's access to something i like to check it out it's free it's not maliciously trying to rip off an artist even though yes if you're one of those people that had the mentality of I'm going to still buy and support artists it can mess people up and stuff personally because we got so many ways that people can go ahead and share files and stuff I don't think this is going to solve stop too much people have been bootlegging sheet music but labels and folks like the RIAA are looking doing things at a very small scale doing this because you still need to convince people to buy the actual product we're at the juncture right now where it should be like how you work at a retail establishment and you just know that you're going to have a part that's going to be lost you're going to need to have that loss factor in your budget and with more and more people bootlegging stuff because there's more and more discontent with paying $25 for a movie download they're discontented in paying $15 for an mp3 of 20 songs and only 9 of them are hot and people can access things via their phones or whatever not to grab up something things like this just look like a really heavy head of an industry that's scared of change instead of adapting to the change and more importantly paying the artist properly up front in the first place so folks won't bug out about stuff like this but that's just me um this is going to be appealed and um more things are going to come with this story let me see here and because we're going to get a little deep in a minute i'm going to do a more lighthearted, and we're glad it came out this way story um hip-hop mc and legend LL Cool J, also actor, had somebody tried to break into his house, and that was not the move at all. 
Um, LL Cool J did more than knock this dude out. The burglar was left with a broken nose, jaw, and ribs. And whatnot. So, you know, we went beyond Mama said, knock yeah, We went to Mama said, if somebody roll into your house, you do what you got to do. Quite frankly, I ain't mad at him. In any way, shape, or form. I mean, you got family and stuff up in there. You know, somebody's already intruding in your place. In all honesty, if we heard that things went worse, I wouldn't be surprised either or feel bad for people. No doubt. You know, and when that adrenaline gets to rushing, you got to do what you got to do. And somebody like LL, you know, LL's been diesel for like dang near the past 25 years. And, you know, he knows how to fight through his background at the street cat, much less other types of things. Um, for that um, transient who broke into a spot, that, that was the wrong way to go. That was the wrong way to go. So, big ups LL to protecting his um, house and home. No doubt, no doubt. And whatnot. I mean, I was already starting to hear that they said that originally the story said that he um, had um, fought and subdued him. I didn't know subdued meant breaking bones. So, you know, everybody wants to talk all the, the, the fake thug life and stuff like that. When it comes hand to hand, I wouldn't mess with L. And then there was a story back when um, he was doing the movie with Oliver Stone on any given Sunday that um him and um, Jamie Foxx came to blows and, you know, he pretty much played him out. So, interesting. But anyway. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Sorry to all of our listeners. I usually go through some of this stuff a lot faster. But the computer here, where I'm pulling up the old stories, is a wee bit slow and whatnot. Oh, yeah, before we get to the political stuff, I'm RIP to um, director um, Tony Scott. He um, tragically passed away this weekend via suicide. And for those who might not be familiar um, with his name, from Mom to Jump, he directed movies like Top Gun, um, Days of Thunder, um, Crimson T Tide, sorry, Enemy of the State, um, True Romance. I remember I really dug True Romance um, back in the day. And what have you, Taking the Pelham 1, 2, 3, the version with Denzel Washington in it, Unstoppable, Man on Fire, um, one of Denzel's really awesome roles. Where he's not being the, the stereotypical, um, <clears throat> excuse me, good guy and whatnot. And the list goes on and on and on with what he's done in TV and stuff like that. And I think a very important director and producer throughout, um, especially the 80s and 90s for folks who were into stuff like that. Um, Last Boy Scout he did, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Okay, then. He did, mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't know he did Domino. I actually like Domino. Him and the Enemy of the State was hot. That was hot. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, so he, he, he put in a whole lot of work. And, um, you know, they said that he had an operable brain tumor. And as, as of now, you know, they're not saying that that's necessarily... Because he left a note, they're not saying that's necessarily the reason why. But um, he was getting sick, unfortunately. So, yeah, right to peace to him. He's provided some cool entertainment through the years and whatnot and you know put his art and stuff out there um him and his brother ridley scott so you know condolences to his fans um family 
and friends and yeah man let's go ahead and get into some of this ridiculousness with the u.s political system and then i'll end with another silly story and call it a wrap before we get into the mixes because lord we got a whole lot of new music that came in this week so i got an awesome mix of the old and new as does the black cop um when you didn't think that the u.s political presidential race could get any more ridiculous and stupid and more off track of course people want to go above and beyond just to make you scratch your head now both of myself and the black hawk are registered independent pendants with political parties so nobody here is pro-democrat or pro-republicans i'm gonna say that right from the gate and whatnot however we are pro-common sense and when that flies out the window you just gotta be like you know what the f wtf and stuff and that happened in spades this past week um first and foremost there is a missouri senate candidate and current representative todd aiken now i know on the mainstream news airwaves this has been flying off the rails and it's been flying even more off the rails on the internet and here's why this guy who mind you on top of everything else is part of a science committee in congress made the commentary during what's already a subject to a lot of people in the united states about abortion and he was talking about that quote-unquote legitimate rate rarely produces pregnancy because the female body has way to try to shut that whole thing down First and foremost, what in all the dams is legitimate rape? Who even thinks of a term like that to use? To go ahead and go through their needs. Because a term like that shouldn't even come out your mouth when you think about rape rape in itself is a forcible act upon somebody to force them to engage in a sexual act but you know i don't know did, did somebody feel a legitimate rape like the stuff stuff they see in the movies or whatever when that goes down because there may be some shades of gray that some people don't like getting into when they talk about that subject because he didn't say anything about well you know if it's mutual or not like let's say something that we might not necessarily like in this country but it does happen like let's say the age difference with statutory rape or something this dude said legitimate rape and then the entire thing of being part of a science committee where it's like the female body shuts down in case in case that happens for one thing that's scientifically wrong and on certain antidotes very unfortunately you know there's pe plenty of people who've had children through that horrendous act and all I can say in regards to stuff like that is while there are people who are very pro and anti no matter what the situation is, when it gets to that point in life, it's not my damn business what you do in regards to deciding whether you're going to bear a child or not, especially since there's still states where the rapist can actually go ahead and try to apply for custody of a child after they committed rape which in itself logically makes no sense now of course everybody since this happened 
is trying to backtrack from it and you even have some crazy political folks like um rush limbaugh and um and coulter who are like whoa we we can't back you on that buddy you needs to go he's still trying to stay in the political race personally i hope his ass gets beat brutally and of course he used a famous term that more and more politicians are using each day from the republican party talking about they misspoke i wish i had the white privilege to be like i misspoke after saying a whole bunch of crazy mess and everybody was supposed to be oh like okay it's it's nuts it's freaking nuts we're at this point where we still got people questioning because the president is a black smart guy who played by they ruled that he, he still could be born in america you got jackasses like this republican dude stephen these sorry not stephen king steve king in iowa talking about that multicultural groups and colleges are people that feel sorry for themselves and you got this jackass aiken who's talking about legitimate rape but then people on that side try to act clueless and wonder why there's literally a statistical status that zero percent of black people in the united states want to vote for Mitt romney in the recent poll zero percent they wonder why women are talking about there's a war on women by the republican party have these guys making comments about you know who cares if the economy's bad y'all just need to get a job while they got you know they own hookups and stuff once you have a whole bunch of money they wonder why people who don't necessarily have a whole bunch of bread of any background are looking at them funny and in the meantime all this type of talk and all this stuff isn't helping nobody get no jobs while the economy is bad all this you know throwback social stuff isn't helping nobody go ahead and, and make their days better ain't helping out in the wars ain't helping out in nothing and we are literally as of right now less than three months away before electing a new president and that is a damn shame so i had to say some stuff on that real quick um you got anything on that um blackhawk nah all right all right and um also um another interesting story about why people got be in their toes um for this upcoming election we're going to vote um a lot of um right-wing political groups here are trying to build what they call a poll watcher network for november in all 50 states and they're literally going ahead and talking about what they want to try to do is to quote unquote chiefly make voters feel like they're driving and the police are following you so they're trying to intimidate a lot of people and dispute a whole bunch of people's rights to vote so it's 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 getting bugged out and it's getting crazy just because people have what public enemy called fear of a black planet no doubt and more so fear of not being able to easily stereotype folks anymore because well i personally believe there's plenty that could be criticized about with with on the obama administration that has legitimacy this stuff this stuff ain't kicking it i would respect the current formation of the republican party more if they were just there like we are the anti-negro party because they would be be real i mean we're after three and a half years and we still got people talking about well i don't know if this this guy was born here or not because because he's too damn damn bright and and, and his wife and kids look good and and they smart too what (laughs) you know what i'm saying this this, it's bananas 
it's bananas and there's so much that just has no real basis in fact or even solutions towards the things that one could find negative about the administration like where's your um where's your budget and how that's gonna help our people well we just don't like his where's your healthcare system we just don't like his what's up education well um we don't necessarily want people to think too tough so we're gonna eliminate a whole bunch of books and that's gonna make us brighter in comparison to the rest of the world with education mm-hmm okay whatever you know it's I, I don't know all I can do is as uh, we always say here I advocate an educated vote not just for the bigger political positions from everything from local on up because if, if we ain't gonna do it if we don't enforce our right to do this there's gonna be some serious damn problems going down some serious freaking problems going down later on besides the fact that I'm already not a big fan of um, the Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney um, he also is talking about cutting a lot of arts funding as well if he's elected president which already rubs me more the wrong way than I already am talking about cutting PBS National Endowment of the Arts National Endowment for Humanities and more just for the sake of every culture that tries to cut out those type of expressions ends up going in a bad direction a very bad direction it's just a historical note and also one had to look at the arts besides being entertainment as being a way to make social change no doubt and force so when people are talking about well man i'm gonna i'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut me some arts funding yeah that that means they're a little nervous about stuff so uh, very very bugged out there very very bugged out also um there is a story um and again this isn't this isn't a purposeful pile on this is what the republican party is doing to itself so somebody wants to say that y'all piling on you know tough ish get, get y'all business together um there's a republican ohio election official who straight up said that they didn't want to extend um voting hours because it would benefit african-americans and I quote, I guess I really feel that we shouldn't contort the voting process to com- accommodate the urban dash read African-American dash voter turnout machine. Let's be fair and reasonable. This is a direct quote from this guy who's the chairman of the Franklin County, Ohio Republican Party. And on top of it, he said, quote me. So in a weird way, I kind of respect that he had no shame. He's like, I don't want no y'all Negroes to vote. I don't want it. This is the type of stuff we're fighting against right now. People who, like, we're at that point, they're giving less than zero dams about this stuff. And, you know, it's nervous. People are trying to go back to an era that never really existed in the United States. Where, you know, somehow with all all the people of color and, and, and uppity women are, are quiet, everything's all good. And unfortunately, you got some folks who are sellouts on both of those ends who, who are rolling and riding the wave. You know, check out the Herman Cain's and Alan West and Michelle Malkin and stuff like that. Where it's like you do know you're just a slave even though you're wearing pretty clothes, right? I'm just saying. Just because you got a job on TV like a cat like Juan Williams, you, you still know you're a slave, right? Okay. And you got no dignity on top of that, but anyway. Anywho, in any way, 
let's see what else we got going on on the political um story that's really interesting that's happening in south africa they have um been having miners striking against a big corporation over there and unfortunately some of the violence over there ended up with the deaths of 34 miners so far by south african police which they're saying is one of the biggest um clashes from police to um regular people since apartheid and stuff shout out to my own boy fubs and some of my uk people for sending over this story um via the guardian and it's a london-based platinum miner had um pretty much was saying they're going to sack a whole bunch of people and um do other stuff and you know cut pay and things like that and you know a lot of these um workers black male workers were like we're not beat for that and what have you and after all these people got killed they're still threatening to fire a whole bunch of people <clears throat> excuse me and um it's very nuts like they're trying to go ahead and get their um pay increase because it's very very low for an extremely dangerous job mining anything is an extremely dangerous job oh damn and whatnot and the con i'm looking up the name of the company right now i had to pull up the story the company is called the Mlanman. and um whatnot and of course the company's like well, we're losing all this money because the people are striking and stuff and as a whole with a union type of situation it's like why aren't you paying people a living wage i mean you know for f's sake you're mining platinum i'm sure people are making a nice bit of money off of platinum and what have you and you have a lot of people in south africa who are very mad because of the police intervention and they're trying to call for the current president to step down. And there's a quote where it says, It's never happened before that so many people were killed in a single day since the ANC took over. And it, people made it seem like it's supposed to be normal. And uh, with those I'm killing, besides over the um, 300 that are, um, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm wrong number, wrong number. Over 34 are dead. Over 78 people were injured during um, these clashes. And 250 people were arrested. So, you know, this is a, a corporation overextending its reach to the government too far. And I think for us in the States and the other places, that's something we should be really scared of. Going down on, on such a blatant level, I should say. Because I'm sure things go down already. I'm not terribly naive. But wow, this was a really ill story, and I um, might as well go ahead and mention and shout out our folks overseas who sent this over as um, a story of interest. And there's a lot of people who, whether they were on strike or not, they're scared because it's like, who wouldn't be? You, you see a whole bunch of your people get shot up like it's nothing? And the corporation's like, yeah, well, whatever, whatever. Real nervous, man. Very, very nervous. And you know, I, I hope the best for all those folks who are striking and around those areas. Yeah, now. And um, that they find the power and stuff. And um, wow, that was pretty freaking depressing. So um, 
Yeah, past few minutes have been pretty freaking impressive. Let me go ahead and just give some big ups and a goofy story or two and wrap this up here. Um, first up, um, while this young man kind of works my nerves sometimes, um, he put out an excellent video which highlighted a lot of the conflict of how hip-hop talks about women. Um, and that's Lupe Fiasco with the Be Bad video. And whatnot. And a lot of it really portrays from the reality TV aspect to the music video aspect and whatnot of how both the imagery of black men and black women through these videos can sometimes get really skewed and really messed up and trickle down into the real world. I don't know who the director of the, well, it's bad video is, but they did a spectacular job. I mean, they went into the blackface aspect, the, the whole bunch of other things. And it's a really um, awesome visual piece of work. Now, it's currently on the internet. A part of me is feeling that it's not going to get any play via BET or VH1 or the, any of the um, Viacom affiliates or conglomerates. But um, I, I, I give him props. He went there. He went there very, very hard body, and I think it's something that, that needs to be done. And um, said, I personally believe the song is okay, but I believe the visuals and the video really drove the point home with stuff. So big up the homeboy on that. And um, two goofy stories. Now, fellas, if you already have warrants and stuff on you, and you still got a lady who's going by and, 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 and sticking by your side, do not go ahead and mess up what you got. This is a story I got from ABC News. Um, for once, it's not a straight-up Florida story. Usually, all of our crazy people stories are Florida or Arizona or something. Um, a woman turned in her husband to Wisconsin police on astounding warrants. Says she did it because he was getting on her nerves. Adrian Bowles, 55, told ABCNews.com Wednesday night her husband's friend called around 1.30 a.m. on Monday to pick him up from her house. And he was um, drunk and messed up and belligerent and stuff like that. And she was like, well, at those days I always went and got him and just ignored him. Like he had um, arrest for DUIs and stuff like that before. She said she picked him up and drove him straight to the police department and turned him in. And I'm just like, wow, see... I don't, I I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know what to tell you. Hmm? I guess it's the point of reference. I guess it's the point of reference from who's speaking. That's not necessarily goofy to everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's goofy in the sense of, it's goofy in one way, but in another way, that's that's not goofy at all. You know what I'm saying? You know, because that was, that, that seems more spiteful and vindictive than anything else you know what I'm saying because she knew it was like that before so she was dealing with him it being like that so then one night you know something happened so you know I don't know I don't know I, I, I don't know what their situation is I mean you know it, it's it's a bugged out story you know what I mean regardless and there's a part of me that's there like you knew what you were dealing with because you stuck with this dude and whatnot. And then there's a part of me where it's like, well, man, if you were really, like, that messed up and, and sick and out of it, maybe she thought you had a dry out or something. There was that there, but I don't know. Like, the the, the, the work your nerves aspect is it's a new spin on things to me and whatnot. 
and you know more so you know they didn't say there was actually violence or anything in their relationship otherwise i would never call this goofy but yeah that's that's bugged out that's bugged out um and um lastly on the weird story end this story is so weird i'm just going to read the first sentence to break down just the level of sheer what and all the hillary that's going down here a new zealand man who assaulted his wife with an ostrich egg after her pet pig run amok has been jailed for six months embrace the, ent- the entirety of that sentence and, and not be there like what in all the hell is going on one thing who runs around with an ostrich egg to throw at somebody and the pet pig that ran the mock and when we get more to this story damage a power saw what the hell type of pig is going to damage a power saw and i'm just i don't know when i just had this story said to me it, it, it just bugged me out because it was like what in all the hell is, is going on with that and i'm not going to joke too tough about the ostrich egg because part of me just they're like i'm more surprised about it because it's not native to new zealand so i'm like where the hell did you get an ostrich egg but if i remember properly them things are kind of big and i think the shell is supposed to be really kind of heavy so it might almost be like throwing a rock at somebody but just just the sheer craziness in just one sentence of the story had to make me mention it because it's just like made me rub my head a little bit like am i hallucinating when i'm reading this story and this is a real story you know, New Zealand papers and other stuff have it. I didn't just get it from like one site. It's like a joke site or something. So, mm-hmm. definitely weird biz. Definitely weird old biz and stuff in the mix of what have you. And um, lastly, on um, more of an up note, um, a Nina Simone biopic supposed to be coming out soon. And um, she has an extremely interesting story besides some awesome music for people who are not familiar um, with the jazz, soul, um, vocalist, composer, um, piano player, all of that type of thing. There's a little bit of controversy going on right now because they're saying that um, Zoe Saldana is being looked at for um, the role of um, Miss Simone. And there's people who have conflict about it because those two ladies... While I like Zoe Zadonna as an actress and stuff, she looks nothing like Nina Simone at all. She's definitely a lighter-skinned black person compared to Nina Simone. Mm, definitely, and there's conflict about that where it's like, well, come on now, this is Nina Simone. There's no dark-skinned black actress who, who can kill it in her role right now. Even her daughter has come out and said, um, well, there's a conflict between the estate and things right now because besides some of the story that people say they don't necessarily think it's right to cover with her, they were also talking about that yo um my like um this is an indirect um paraphrasing of what she said but she essentially said that you know my mother fought all her life to be accepted in her skin and her out of form and to get somebody who does not even remotely look like my mom and embrace those type of features in black women is messed up and i can't say she doesn't have a valid point I can't say that again. This is nothing against Zoe Saldana or whatever else, but there are plenty of black actresses of 
all different types of shades and backgrounds who need gigs, period. Much less for this type of role. And whatnot. So I'm curious to see how it goes down. And um, in the day, I hope the movie is going to be good. I mean, we've had people who played roles that we didn't necessarily expect it for them to play, and they, and they knocked it straight out the park. Because in the day, I want to have a good actress who, who can embody this woman play the role. But I can't act like it's not a legitimate argument when people bring this type of stuff up. And it's unfortunate we had to bring this stuff, type of stuff up still in 2012, but then Black Hollywood and beyond. So. But yeah, man, if people want to check out Nina Simone, there's tons of videos of her on YouTube. Please check her out. That lady had insane talent. And the activist vibe on top of that. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We're definitely glad. We're definitely glad, ladies and gentlemen, that you could tune in to Fuse Box Radio. Yes, indeed, with DJ Fusion. And I, Shabaka Stone, a.k.a. Assault Raw Black Hawk. And, of course, we wanted to give you news, comment, news, views, commentary, and a little bit of talk. And, of course, we hope you broadcast in the next time. And I hope you... Like how we doing it this time And uh Juicy got a couple of lines No doubt, no doubt Shout out to the man with Many, many names The Black Hawk And whatnot. Shout out to all of our wonderful listeners Who go ahead and check in Shout out to all the wonderful musicians Who submitted music We do our best to go through Everything that we get submitted And again, if you mail in something Please put it in a good protective case Because we want to listen to your stuff And it's kind of depressing at times To open up a CD case Or a cassette case Or something to see it all crushed up and um what have you um shout out to our wonderful podcast um server folks um over at podomatic podomatic.com just want to give them some love because we've been down with them pretty much from when they started and whatnot and they've um been very good to us and what have you and yep we are part of the continuation of the wonderful black radio vibe and experience where we balance out the talk which you know everybody don't have to love and agree with but you know as to you know, cool, average black folks, we talk about a whole bunch of diverse stuff and we like to bring that on to the folks. And, you know, bring spark some thought with our talk and make your heads nod, feet tap and all that type of stuff to the music. And um, lastly, on a real quick shout out, and, um, the J.J. Doom album, the De Niro, Danelle, and MF Doom album just dropped. Very, very cool album on a whole bunch of fronts. Y'all have heard a track or two on the radio show. And besides, you know, giving those artists big up, we got to big up one of our um, home people for a while, uh, Boston Felder. Um, he has the um, Afro punk, Afro rock group, uh, Motherwit, and whatnot. He's on that album, on a few tracks, and I thought that was um, really awesome to see some of our Fusebox Radio fam um, get into a really um, awesome international release with that. So big ups to him. And um, all the folks who are on there, very, very cool album. I highly recommend if you want to get some off the beaten path um, hip-hop. And, yeah, that is about it. So, we've been talking for a minute. It's about that time. Fusebox Radio, making it go down. 21st Century Black Radio for the masses. Not polluted by payola, iconery, or any other type of garbage. And we are about to get it in, all right? Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion. The Black Hawk flying out and signing out. Peace. All right, peace. Now listening to Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion.
never feeling significant. I can make a difference. You need an example. Use this as a for instance. Put your mouth on board. Put your brain in gear. I'll leave you sass of brass. Raise your glass and cheer. As you get on your good foot, I hope that you never put your trust in unjust. Suckers who discuss ways of getting paid by criminal means. They having a sale on minimal dreams. Doom to fail. They caught your tail. Your butt's in jail. You gets no bail. The scale was tipped, but you weigh little. There's a rock in a hard place. You're caught in the middle. Need a lawyer to litigate some legal dribble. Now you're back on the streets like it ain't no riddle. How long will this last? You seem to love crime. Today you're out here. Tomorrow you do time. Word is born off your brain and shoot. Yo, the state is cold, ready to prosecute. Oh, you think you smarter. The system's older. The ace has been dealt. You're now the holder. The name is Chilwab. The is a good guard, my rep is not scarred, I won't commit fraud, can't say I lied, there's nothing too high, I say with much pride, court is now in session. Friday night, we out playing the corner. Not because we hoods, cause we born up. No drugs being sold, we ain't dirty. Polaroids in effect, watch the birdie. Turned around, heard the sound of sirens. The boys that collared me asked me where I've been. I told them that I was right here all night. Looking at each other, they smiled and said, All right, you think you're smart. You wanna be tough, get your ass in the car. You're coming with us. I said, To where for what? I ain't guilty. The name is Bob D, you just can't build me. Now I'm sitting in a courtroom all day. I claim I'm innocent, but that's what they all say. Bunch of my brothers lined up in the hallway. They hear the type of price I might have to pay. If I'm the scene is a crime, hell jail me. Takes I make to escape the daily. Routine, I'm too clean, you got nothing on me. Arrest that sucker for being so corny. I run the truth, make it plain and simple. Shot pop the big shots quick as a pimple. Snatch him off the street, drop him in the can. Chain him like an animal, forget he's a man. This might be a little raw for some to eat, but this is food for thought that I think. If you can't stand the heat, I think you know the rest. This is live, not a test. Court is in session. Way the city treats the poor. I got congressmen, councilmen, tell me what are they for? I write them letters, better I even give them a call. But they kick back, cool out in my city hall. I pay the tax, they max them, but they ain't passing off. They try to beat me, they treat me like they think for them soft. Your power the hours later than you think. While they sleeping, I'm creeping because I'm on the brink. Of insanity, vanity, keeps my hygiene clean. Stop this and listen, and then you know what I mean. It's no mystery, history keeps repeating itself. I last long, I'm strong, and my rhyme's completing itself. I put the pencil to the pad and let the words flow. I put the mic to my mouth to make your mind grow So nighty nighty alrighty I'm putting heads to bed You sound tired, you're fired up over what I said There's no stopping, I'm cold dropping your toy boys No pull, I'm hitting you with the dope noise Point is in session
to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Skin. Make them feel like, like 12 again Soon as you give the green light, I'm delving in, delving in. Melanin on melanin Your fella need to recharge off your velvet skin Make me feel like, like I'm 12 again Soon as you give the green light, I'm delving in Learn to balance, it's real tricky It's like the credible hope turn back to Bill Bixby I'd rather wait than keep enough of that good stuff for the trading in Each and every day, making cash with Satan Can't eat, can't sleep, it's exasperating Mad light burning off, all he need is one warm hug to keep from turning off. 
I'm sure you could use a boost. Left the hoop you parked in the hood with the screws loose. Bust the coupe out the driveway, stash house. Scoop you up, hit the highway, and mash out. Matte black like melanin or melanin. Of course, the butter soft black leather trim, cellar rims, leather purr, not a scratch on it. Spill it back to the garage and put a latch on it. I need a handful of melanin, feeling like the lamb's wool beard on your tender skin. Might give you a shock initially as we reconnect up the flow electricity. The phenomenal melanin by a polymer, follow with a glass of Molo, I could swallow her. Eat her up like a snack well, we could live forever like Henrietta Lack cells. Melanin on melanin, ask me where the hell I've been soon as I felt her skin. Holding hands, feet in the sand grounded, staring in them pretty brown eyes astounded. I'll share some solar power if you let me pound it, we could go for hours. Then again in the shower, left a leg trembling, recharge the melanin. And it doesn't matter whether you were born and reared in Denmark or born and reared in, in Kenya at the equator, you have to have melanin and it is controlling all of the systems in your body. For you not to have a direct conscious relationship with your melanin is going to cost you your life because the melanin molecule is the orchestrator and the organizer for every mechanism in your body, you've got to make peace with it. You cannot continuously polarize yourself against this molecule. So I don't care how white your skin is, you are black on the inside, you have melanin that you have to communicate with so that it functions for you. I don't care if you are navy blue black, if you do not have a rapport with your melanin, you are going to catch So we know for a fact, it's not necessarily how much you have, it's how well you're able to use it. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Brother fell out, no back there.
listening to Fusebox Radio. Check this out. This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
This is Milk D. Right now I'm chilling, checking out the Fusebox Radio, bringing you the best of hip hop and soul, news and commentary. What more can I say? Yeah, I like that. Uh-huh. Odyssey, I appreciate the recommendation. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Name substantial, address none. Baltimore resident, but people know I'm from the county where the prince is the chief. It's no wonder that even in the dead of winter, the block is live in summer where dudes got that work. But I'm job most elected, pass the line at a second. You will find my objective. I'm seeking a position now to further my development. My fattening in my pockets, cause I don't ride for the hell of it. Need my work experience and past employers. I'm there with you and five former UV owner. I used to be with Hot out in the late, great, do your best Wherever I go, my models be great Do your best, responsible for making sure That we stay super fresh Locally and globally, wanna help me get these groceries And keep the fam eating I keep the fans feening And hit them with the potency of a profession No dope, we'll see you know it's me It's me, all these other guys, but You can check my resume, man, I'm qualified yeah. Why would I lie, bro? Nobody is fresh as this man, Before the second interview, third LPs are four out of five minimum. Even with short pockets, still taller than a sentinel. Drive is uncanny, not your average individual. Think I graduated from the Xavier Institute, a school of hard knocks where I took my classes, where I got my master of ceremony tactics. My boy righteous teachers taught me to make only classics. You may know me as this educator and a vocalist. Who the hell you know's a team player and a soloist? Can dress to impress, but I'm fly. When I'm playing too thorough, if I quit, you would hire me again. So fire him if he lame. I've come for what's mine. Work around the clock so I can keep up with the time. Since elementary, I flip the dub from a dime. While they get the pink slip, I get the dub for you nine. Yeah, can't speak for these other guys, but you can check my resume, man. I'm qualified. Yeah, why would I lie, bro? No problem. It's precious. This is man. Jobs for the man, knowing that it blows. Sometimes it's involved in their hands. They got really hoes. Don't you want a person with integrity? Setting goals, tailored for success. You can measure me on my accolades and my skill in the fill of crime. Future so bright, man, for real. Have you feeling blind? Plot and chart, topping while I chill. And I'm killing time. Skills getting better, but they still ain't as ill as mine. Don't take my word. It's some references to check up with. You can call the guards. You wake you is who they represent. Holla at Artie, make the beat. That I meddle with a tone and pack and film because my fam is still extended trick. Call my peeps, Marcus D. If you want that better shit, me and my breath of print. Stick together like a parentist. Call cool, hurt, and busy beat. I ain't ever get, but here's a quick reminder just in case it still ain't everything. Y'all can't speak for these other guys, but you can check my resume, man. I'm qualified. Yeah. Why would I lie, bro? Nobody is precious. This is man.
Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. When thousands of miners went on strike at South Africa's largest platinum mine in Maracana, they were confronting not only the London-based owners, but the South African state, which since 1994 has been dominated by the African National Congress, the ANC, COSATU, the Congress of South African Trade Unions, and the South African Communist Party. This week, the full weight of the state was brought down on the black miners. 
34 of whom were massacred by police gunfire. Many of the survivors faced charges of murder in the earlier deaths of two policemen and eight other miners. The National Union of Mine Workers, whose representation the strikers rejected, and the Communist Party head in the region, claim the strikers are at fault, that they have committed the sin of choosing an alternative union to argue their case for higher wages, and therefore deserve severe punishment. They are anarchists, say these two allies of the South African state, and guilty of fomenting dual unionism, which is now, apparently, a capital crime. With a straight face, the Communist Party had the gall to call on all South African workers to remain united in the fight against exploitation under capitalism. That is precisely what the Marikana miners were doing, the struggle they gave their lives for. However, since the peaceful transition to state power to the ANC and its very junior partners, the Kasato Unions and the Communist Party in 1994, the South African state has had different priorities. The revolution was put on indefinite hold so that a new black capitalist class could be created largely from the ranks of well-connected members of the ruling party and even union leaders. It is only logical that if the priority of the state is to nurture black capitalists, then it must maintain and defend capitalism. This is the central contradiction of the South African arrangement, and the massacre at Marikana is the inevitable result. The 1994 agreement between Nelson Mandela's ANC and the white South African regime was a pact with the devil, which could only be tolerated by the masses of the country's poor because it was seen as averting a bloodbath and because it was assumed to be temporary. But 18 years later, the arrangement has calcified into a bizarre protectorate for foreign white capital and the small class of blacks that have attached themselves to the global rich. Apologists for the African National Congress regime will prattle on about the complexity of the issue, but the central truth is that South Africa did not complete its revolution. The fundamental contradictions of the rule of the many by the few remain in place. Only now, another layer of repression has been added a black aristocracy that has soaked itself in the blood of the miners of Marikana. South Africa remains the continent's best hope for a fundamental break with colonialism in its new forms. But, as in all anti-colonial struggles, the biggest casualties will occur in the clash between those who truly desire liberation and those who are intent on an accommodation with the old master. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now. One, two, three, three. You are now, are now, are now. Tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio Back to the masses. Make me wanna holler. Yeah. Yeah. Born into this world of baby. Yeah. Your mind. 
Another day as usual. Now you're ducking 45 slugs at your cubicle. And even though Jimmy ain't had beef with you, he's firing at random on anyone in his view. Load another cartridge. Storms his boss office. Barricade the door. He wanna make his kids orphans. That's what he had in mind. Forgot about accounting. His last check was short. Now his landlord, he doubts him. Fires through the door. Hops a chair through the broken glass. See the dude that cuts his check. First thought, smoke his ass. You didn't get hit. And you're happy that your life cleared. Now you know that it's heaven and hell. Right here. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Goosebumps Radio.
Yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Yesterday we were kings, can you tell me young one? 
of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring. May a better day come. Yesterday we were kings. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Yeah, now the black oasis, ancient Africa, the sacred. Awaken the sleeping giant. Science, art is your creation. I dreamt that we could visit old Kemet. Your history is too complex and rigid for some Western critics. They want the whole subject diminished. But Africa's the origin of all the world's religions. We praise bridges that carried us over the battlefronts of Sudanic soldiers. The task put before us. You hear me out? Africa must wake up. Sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring. May a better day come. Yesterday we were kings. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Some warm bread and shelter from the storm dread, and we can work it out. Mother Nature feeds all in farming and drought. Tell those selfish in ways not to share us out. What's a tree without root? Lion without tooth, the lie without truth. You hear me out. Africa must wake up, you sleeping sons of Jacob. For what tomorrow may bring, may a better day come. Yesterday we were kings. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Yeah, lad. Well, Africa must wake up, you sleeping sons of Jacob. For what tomorrow may bring, make some more love come. Yesterday we were kings. I tell you, young blood, this world is yours today.
relatives. We're all distant relatives, no matter where you're from, where you live, how near, how far. Africa, China, Japan, Afghanistan, Israel. We're all fam. We're all distant relatives. So that's why we came together. One of the reasons myself and Damien came together. Because we all come from one place, and that's Africa. That's right, you too, and you, the whole world. We're all family. We just spread out all over the place. So to all my distant relatives, let's take it back home. I said, well, Africa must wake up, you sleeping sons of Jacob. For what tomorrow may bring, may a better day come. Yesterday we were kings, can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Yeah, now. Well, Africa must wake up, you sleeping sons of Jacob. For what tomorrow may bring, may a better day come. Yesterday we were kings, can you tell me, young ones, who are we today?
grand is in the building. Yeah, 
Willie, with a rock, I'm ready to rock. Ready to rock, ready to rock. Hit him, Kenny. Use box radio, you know. They really get it in. They really just, they get it in. We're gonna see what time it is again. You know, they get it in.
But see, there's no competition Grand boobers are tight To get hyped to any funky sound Never the type to give a damn about a hand-me-down Papers and rhymes are mine stack high like lumber If one wants to swing up, she takes my beeper number The skills go back to the days of flipping coins Past time reading books by my man down the coins But I'm not a pimp and I don't walk with a limp You can stand on the game cause I know how to treat a dame So knock three times on my ceiling if you got the feeling Grand blue is good for sexual healing Lord have mercy, this is lovely, I say splendid Poopers on the stage and I'm glad you all attended Rhyming to the beat is the way I make my money I buy sweets for my sweets and no sugar for my honey Lovers get paid for their apes And if a stunts try to play me, I'll hang on like some drapes Poopers the man and you can't run the flames So take it elsewhere, my dear, my dear See, I was trying so hard to be this Competition trying so hard to see this But I let them know I'm not the one So see the next one The next one I'll slap five to a brother who ain't about no time I'll smack ten to a friend who hooked me off with skins See, I'm the type of brother and I like to have fun She said 69, I said 68 And I owe you one The style I kick, you will remember And when I step to other rappers You better yell timber cause they're falling They're falling They're falling, they're falling. They're falling. They're falling. Vanessa really suggests you do not mess to try to test the very best at this. Do you really wanna know what's next? I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Grand Pooper is one of the best. I rocked ya, rocked ya, rocked ya. Here I step with the rep that's kept in an orderly fashion. Sucking MCs are mashing. It's only one more verse I think that really need to be said is that I'm bad, bad, in a wicked in bed. La 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 la. Whoa, la 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 It's the Grand Booba Now him and I select the Who can get busy like this man And if them search the whole land Them not find a man Booboo is the one to make them fly Girls have a ball Why are you see But them not scare me Me bird runs at them can't wait to hear me If you want it done right, then give Grand Poo a call Now let me give it to you like this See my man Vance Friday get up Sincere and Paz Pay get up To my man Ron Study get up And my cousin Dr. Huey get up To my cousin Jeff, Jeff he get up And all the brothers and sisters across the universe they get up I like to say peace to my brand new and brothers Lord Jamal, Derek X and Alamo with the A and LG Dark man is setting it off in this piece You know what I'm screaming? Junker. Could I go from fire outside? You come from tower in one blood. 
Timberland boots that paid. I walk with a slight lean from the weight of my heat. Giving the green to shine infrared beam at the street traffic light recorders. Taking pictures of our corners. Cameras on the side of the buildings. We destroy them. The chameleon throws cream to children out the window. We moving in unmarked vans. Disguises a light tan with plastic faces and rubber hands. Fame. I shoot a hole in a 50 cent piece to test my aim. I dare you corner guards in vain. Not knowing the seriousness of this and why I came to earth feet first. I dare you lying tame to the beat of the drum. No questioning to the session. I walk with gun. The magnum of Buster's head from many directions unknown. Another statistic. Change the ballistics on the nozzle. Make them goggle and swallow. Scrape the craters of the brain for data. Old scriptures on withered paper. Begin to take shape and form. When the guards get on and crash your college door. You could have come from uptown, now you come from downtown. Could have come from Anatown, now you come from roundtown. One blood, one blood, one blood. The first thing is fighting, travel one, racial one heart. Now, verse two, even more deadly than the first unrehearsed raw footage. Part two for you, I give this dedication, project elimination, he's a burnt offering. Nothing up my sleeve, I'm just vanishing with the vanishing cream. Here's Jews to live by, identify before you enter and can't leave. We agree that we waste no time in search of those who can't breathe. A bomb only has one time to explode. When I break, I'm taking everything, turn the city streets to dusty roads. Behold, it's returning the invincible toad. Root like Governor Tools and King Custom. Who gave the order to bust them? Don't ask, this is genuine draft. Blueprint, ultimate, legit, stinging to national. Stone love classical, coming back to attack and black fatigue. Wu-Tang and Junior Reed. You could have come from the banana, you come from Iran. Could have come from China, you come from Japan. One blood, one blood, one blood. You could have come from uptown, you come from downtown. Could have come from Anatown, you come from downtown. One blood, one blood, one blood. The first thing is fighting, travel one, racial one heart. For the sliding times, sisters hating sisters, rappers getting murdered every day. You could have come from Ima, I you come from Chowchow. Could have come from Firehouse, I you come from Sawadee. One blood, one blood, one blood. You could have come from Brooklyn, I you come from Bronx. Could have come from Queen, I you come from Jersey. One blood, one blood, one blood. You could have come from Long Island, or you come from Philly. Could have come from Connecticut, or you come from Overstock. One blood, one blood, one blood. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Yes, man. You know, worry about the dippy dippy DJ and them every day. 
Right here on the fuse box radio.
not about color, skill you refuse to take the picture off the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. All you do is trick the brothers, keep them confused. They don't know who to call on in this critical war. And you tell me of a paradise in the sky. But that's a lie And you tell me I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity When love created I Look how many prophets tried To open our eyes You can't fool me Slavery. I see them hiding the chains and still beating us daily. And now we mentally poison to fight with black skin. And a bleaching at the ending, far out and far in. Sin, you tell me it's not about color, still you refuse to take the images out your books. That's not how we look, Kush. Don't take offense when we show black power. It carries us through. We've been abused. Put yourself in my shoes. And not take me of a paradise in the sky. Cause that's a lie. Don't tell me I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. When love created I. Many prophets tried oh, to open our eyes. You can't fool me. Cut them away, cut them away, cut them away. Now come tell me I was born in sin and shit in iniquity 
love created I and I and I Look how many prophets try To open our eyes You can't fool me Cut them away, cut them away, cut them away You can't fool me No, no You can't fool me Rocking you, we're gonna be rocking. Hell is too nappy, but I'm happy.
can break the cycle. We can break the chain. We can start all over. Right here on the fuse box radio. I'm gonna chase you out of earth. Shirt and chase the devil out of earth. 
Right here on the fuse box radio.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
building. Nappy Grand is in the building. Thank you. 
think you'll agree, it's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.